movie fans, and welcome to the inaugural episode, show, issue, whatever you want to call this, of the Uncharted Media Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and my co-host today, Josh, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good today, man. You, you excited to talk about some movies? Always, always. This is what brings us together, so you know me. It really is. I'm, I'm really excited to do this. It, we've been planning this for at least a little bit of time. I've, I've been binging podcasts for the past month, few months, and I'm just like, you know what? I want to throw my hat in the ring. Let's see what we got when, we, when it comes to this. Um, absolutely. This could absolutely fail. I don't care. But we're going to have fun with this. So what is each episode of the Uncharted Media Podcast going to look like? Each episode, we'll see myself and Josh, or a co-host, as I have a couple different co-hosts in mind, but Josh will may, maybe the most routine one. We'll, we'll see how this works. Um, we'll more or less like spend some time breaking down the latest movie news from the past week, and then we will go into a specific topic. So, case in point, this week's topic is more or less on the issue? I don't even know if we can call an issue on video game movies. One of us thinks they can work, one of us strongly thinks not. I'm very much looking forward to that conversation, but before we get to that, we have quite a few pieces of movie information that came out within the past week, within the past few days, that I'm really looking forward to talking about. So, first up, yesterday, Entertainment Weekly released the first official image of Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, and... I thought it was to be as expected. It looked just like some of the fan art we've seen. It looked pretty solid. Josh, what did you think about that first image of Brie Larson? I'm all, I am really not as probably as familiar with Captain Marvel as I probably should be. Same. But, but I mean, I was impressed. I mean, because the, really the only images comic book wise I've seen are of the, excuse me, the Civil War stuff. So it's, you know, with the weird, like, mohawk thing that she's got going on, and I was a little nervous they were doing that, but, I mean, I I'm, di- I'm digging it. Mohawk finds its way in eventually. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. It just, it just to have something unique, but a little little Ronda Rousey-ness in that. Ooh, um, go for that. I, yeah, no, I see it every single time. But uh, I and do kind of looking around. Uh, did, did you happen to see the, the, green, the green costume? Uh, it, it, yes, it's the same. It yeah, it's the same better. armor. It's just green. It looks really cool. What I mean by it looks better is there was that leaked set photo from months back of her in that, and everyone got in a furor of like, "Why is she wearing a green and blue suit?" I'm like, okay, first of all, that's probably a test suit, and it did look bad. Whereas this, that yeah. was clearly a, this is what we were meant to see, not some leaked photo. I do like yeah. the red and blue better. But I don't hate the green and blue, and I think it's just part of the story. Like you said, I'm not super familiar with Captain Marvel, but I'm I'm looking forward to this more or less yeah. just kind of as a prequel to Avengers Four. Yeah, well, and it from what I from what I read, it sounds like it's not they're not doing an origin story. It's which is good. It's like uh, yeah, exactly because we you know that's what we need in our Avengers in the middle of of Infinity War here. Have an origin story so we, you know, can show you how what our character is about to do. Yeah, but, I, yeah, no, it's, I'm down. It, she looks cool. Um, I actually just recently rewatched Kong, and I was like, man, who? This chick's awesome, man. She could be like some somebody really, really cool. She's got some good charisma behind her. Uh, you know, and then I realized when, when you and I started talking about this that she was going to be Captain Marvel. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm behind this. This is a good decision. 
Which, on the topic of Kong, that more or less is an MCU movie. You got Samuel L. Jackson, Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson, John C. Riley, all these Marvel people just all in yeah. one movie, and I kind of really enjoy that. Um, what I found most interesting with these pictures is nothing to do with Captain Marvel, but everything, all the other pictures that came with it. We have a two-eyed, young... Nick Fury with Samuel L. Jackson coming back. He looks fantastic. I don't know what de-aging they did for him because this movie takes place in the 90s, so it's yeah. much earlier in the Marvel timeline. But he looks fantastic. He looks so much younger. Um, we saw our first look at the scrolls, which I'm not yeah. super on board with, but they could look okay. a lot worse. So, I mean, I am pretty down, down with them. Uh, considering what they could look like, I, I, I'm pretty like, yeah, that, that's exactly when I think like a live action scroll, like that's, that's to me, that's what the pictures that were sent, but shown, that's, that's what I thought. They were yeah, there's look some, like. um, there's some, then like the two eyed Nick Fury is a little weird. I, I don't know. It's You're so just not awesome. used to seeing young Jackson. I don't like that. I, well, okay. First of all, Samuel Jackson looks young in general, so <laughs> ish. I mean, he looks younger than <laughs> Carrie Fisher, so that wouldn't wow. be too to do. Uh, rest in peace. Um, but she, I mean, I don't know, man. I just, I to me, and maybe this is just the way that my brain works. I saw the scar above his head, and I was like, oh, what? He caught an infection, and so he had to take his eye out, which is totally like the most non cool way to lose your eye. <laughs> but I don't know. It'll be nice to see Colson back cuz he's confirmed to be coming back. <sighs> it's still to me the dumbest idea that they've kept him separated all this time. In yeah, that I don't think that has anything to do with the storyline of the movie universe i think it's more just pettiness between the tv and the movie universe not wanting to get along i guess but i mean they've they've hinted at the events of the movies throughout the show from what i understand yeah so they're acknowledging the fact that this other stuff is happening so i don't know it's a it's a really well, I guess because all this is happening before the first Avengers, so they're not going to have to be like, well, you see, so what had ha- what had happened was you're trying to finagle any kind of like weird, weird plot holes about Coulson being, being alive this whole time. Yeah, I'm, I'm still holding out hope that he shows up somewhat in Avengers 4 because you mentioned it, and I would love to see him reunited with the original Avengers. It's just not right that he's not mentioned at all or the fact that they know he's alive but we'll see where this goes i'm very much excited for the 90s timeline these pictures i was already excited so this doesn't necessarily get me more excited but it just kind of reaffirms of oh yeah this movie is still on pace so we should be getting a trailer probably november december it'll be a good time i'm I'm looking forward to it more just to see how important of a character she's going to be going forward yeah really i think that she's going to be I'm I'm calling it now. Um, Iron Man, so Robert Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, uh, at least those two bare minimum are going to be like gone, gone. Either they're written out or they're dying in Infinity Wars two. 
and so Captain Marvel's going to have to take that that place of that of the leader of the Avengers. Oh yeah, they've they've said after four that she's going to be a really big factor going forward, and I I completely agree. Um, oh, yeah. So, segueing to next topics, we got several good trailers this week. Well, yeah. in my opinion, we got one awesome trailer and one meh trailer. So let's start with the meh in my mind. That would be the Halloween trailer. Really? Now, let me explain. Really? You know how excited I am for this movie and how much passion yeah. I have for the Halloween franchise. Yeah, I have think, a lot of passion. Yes. Halloween is my favorite horror franchise by far and one of my favorite franchises, period. That being said, I hated the editing for this trailer more than anything else. I don't mind what was in the trailer. I hated the editing so much because I can tell the shot that they opened the trailer with was like following Michael around and him killing that one lady. That is clearly intended to be one shot in the movie, so I'm not worried about that. It's this like we have to keep everyone's attention because it's a a two-and-a-half-minute trailer, so we have to cut it down significantly like, it's such weird cuts that I'm not worried about when it comes to the movie. It's just a weird trailer. Or, like, when Michael yeah. shows up next to the sheriff and they have that sound effect. Yeah. Like, I know for a fact yeah. that's not going to be in the movie, but it's just annoyed me that they felt the need to add it in the trailer. Fair. Okay. I mean, I, could, I see your point. Um, it does make me worried I about the movie. It's bad I editing. To me, and, and this is me thinking about it, we've never gotten a shot like that in the Halloween series where we're following Michael um, because even though it's in, in, in it, are you, no, not, are like, you in, the beginning of the first movie I mean, when he kills his sister? I, okay. Well, you know what? I have, uh, I'm going to get a pass on this one just cause I haven't watched that movie in Halloween forever. Four, when Jamie but, kills her stepmom or I hate mom, you. Adopted mom. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Remake well, starring Rob zombies, people. No, that hung up a shot. That was like almost a full minute shot of him going from house to house to house. Just supposedly from the rumors I've heard in this new movie, it's going to be a long, like two and a half to three minute shot of him going house to house, killing people. I'm so excited to see that. But but, so if it's right, though, anything after Halloween one has not happened. So Michael and Lori are not brother and sister anymore. Exactly. Thank God. But. I mean, well, maybe not. Thank God. It's just, it's still that's a storyline I can think debate about all day. Yeah, but, it's got its pros and cons. Yeah, exactly. But I'd like where they're going with this. Um, to me, when I'm looking at a trailer, I don't necessarily care about editing, obviously, and obviously, I I don't know my trivia maybe as well as I probably should. Yeah, should I'm a little but, too obsessive compulsive about Halloween and many other movies. And that's okay. That's that's your thing. To me, I needed something to, to that was going to tell me that they were going to treat the character right and that we were going to see something new-ish and fresh-ish as far as a slasher goes. Because in to me, from the trailer, I got that we're going to follow Michael. We're not going to be like, okay, well, there's these people in the house and we're going to flash Michael here, flash Michael here, there. And, oh, he's at the front door kind of thing. We're going to, no, like, we're just going to wa- follow Michael walking down the street. He bumps into some kids. Okay, that's cool. And then he boom, goes and do it. we follow him inside the house. 
as opposed to, hey, well, let's look at this meaningless family so we can introduce Michael. Yeah. I, I'm excited about it. it to me, it, it got me, it, it told me what I needed to know uh, as far as the respect for the character. Yeah. From everything I'm hearing, they're really going to follow the original like tone and style and very much like guerrilla filmmaking is the word that they often describe this one, which gets me super excited. But there's something in the original movie that I get a lot from this trailer and from the previous one that I feel like will be strong in this movie that actually makes me excited that wasn't in the original film. And that's just brutality. Like, oh, yeah, I don't think it'll be on screen violence because there wasn't that much in the original. But this movie's going to be brutal, I think. Like, this shot in the trailer particularly, that kind of made me go, oh, that's kind of cool, but also kind of, that's also kind of weirdly dumb yet awesome at the same time, is um, that shot where you see more or less this carved-out head that's acting as a jack-o'-lantern. I'm like, that's, yes! that seems more like a Jason kill than a Michael kill, but Listen, I can I have with it. Always, I have always said that if they could find a way to meld the tone and the style of filmmaking with the brutality of Rob Zombies, and so the, from the, the style of filmmaking from the first one with the brutality of Rob Zombies remake, the first one, not the second one. Oh, um, yeah, we haven't talked about that one. But no, if they could find a way to combine those two things, dude, one of, easily one of the best serial killer movies ever. Yeah, like, have good characters like from the original. Just make them as brutal as the original, as like as the Rob Zombie ones. Which this seems to be a perfect blending of Rob Zombie's first Halloween, H two O with Laurie going on the offensive, and the original. Which okay, I could definitely work with that. Some people are complaining that this feels too much like the original, or more or less is just a remake of H two O. Which I'm like, if that's your problem. Fine, but I love both of those Halloween movies. Those are both two of the best ones in the franchise. And putting that yeah. in the modern context sounds amazing. Lori just seems like she is the new Loomis, and I am so on board with that. Oh, same. Well, and I can understand those complaints, but I'm tired of hearing them because we hear we hear them literally anytime anybody wants to talk about Star Wars. So I don't care. No, it's too much like the original. Well, sorry, we, if this is a series. We've got to call back to, to all of this content somehow. And we can't do that without bringing up the stuff of the first one. Exactly. So, <sighs> well, there, I just found a pet peeve of mine. There it is. Cool. Yep. <laughs> Before we go on our angry rant for another day, let's transition from a trailer for a movie that this Halloween trailer we were already excited for gets us more excited to a trailer for a movie that I was not excited for, but now I'm very much excited for after watching the trailer, and that is the final trailer for Predator before it comes out next week. I loved this trailer so much. It's so good. It was, oh my goodness. What are your thoughts before I, you know, go off on a tangent? Um, I was hooked within the first three to five seconds because, and this almost never happens to me with trailers, the song that they use in the background hooked me so quick and fit so well with the trailer that when it honestly, when I first saw the trailer, I thought the beat in the background was the sound of his handcuffs rattling on the ground and it just 
seen the time perfectly, but then I was like, oh, he's not actually touching anything, but it just fit well and fit the tone of the trailer. This just seems like in-your-face, fun, violent action, like classic Predator mixed with Adrian Brody's Predators, and I'm yes. way okay with that. I got, I got a little bit of Alien. Yes. Like that kind of feel. With, whereas, you know, like uh, Predators was, that's the one, I'm really not familiar with pre- like pre- Predator series, but Predators is the one with, um, when he com- comes to a city, right? Yes, the one with Danny Glover's in the middle of a city, yes. yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. So that one I liked because it did, it felt more like Alien. Not to say that one series is, a, is better than the other, but to me, Predators the Predators always felt better as a character when he's oh, even really like in the first one when <coughs> ah, <coughs> stop it for the rec for those listening at home that uh, that's a that's a co-host of ours named dante he he's, he's nice <laughs> he's very nice he's mad at me right now because i won't play with him <laughs> uh, um but he I, I think the Predator's best when he's treated like like a mythos and this like bigger a character. figure, like a killer. Exactly. And this one, it seems to be that there's not just one. And so I wonder if, and maybe this is just me going thinking, um, I wonder if we're going to have, you know, the one Predator who our main characters is going to deal with. And then we have the one that that's been evolving and comes to earth as well. And then maybe we'll get some predator on predator action. I think what we'll probably end up getting is something very similar to alien versus predator of having humans team up with the predator to face a bigger threat. And this time it'll be like an ultimate predator. Yeah. Which, which makes more sense than, (laughs) The predators trapped the aliens in a pyramid in a glacier thousands of years ago. <laughs> Don't you be hating on Alien vs. Predator. I love that one. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll leave it there then. Because <laughs> I love the, I like the movie, but the the whole part premise is just ridiculous. It is a ridiculous premise, but it's some dumb fun. And rest assured, Alien vs. Pre- Predator Requiem for sure will more than likely be a Five Good Things episode one day. I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes one of us. <laughs> uh, but then again, that like you're talking to the guy who thought Drive Angry was one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> that movie's fantastic. Did you know that you intentionally made it that way? Like, oh intentionally God. dumb? Yeah, I have no doubt. It's Nicolas Cage, man. <laughs> and the greatest 2K ever. God, I love that, man. But yeah, uh, back to Predator. What I liked yeah. about the trailer that I hadn't seen in the previous trailers was a sense of fun and humor. I recently went back and watched the original Predator, and there's several attempts at humor. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's like self-aware, cheesy 80s action and has fun with it. This one was a fun trailer. I got a very fun... Like, it's going to be a brutal, violent action movie, but with a hint of fun to it, and I'm, I'm excited to see that. I am too. It's I'm with you, and I think the having the predator um, language kind of flash across the street screen 
throughout towards the tail end of the trailer had a it, 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 I just liked everything about it honestly <laughs> yeah it's a, I'm it's a great trailer. Trailer. I'm, I'm very excited to see it next weekend yeah all right moving on from trailers we have more or less fan casting becoming real casting so a few weeks ago boss logic that epic instagram account that makes all like the fan made stuff photoshop stuff um made this image of henry cavill superman as gerald from the witcher series and tagged henry cavill in it and henry cavill's like oh that's awesome man i love being i love the witcher it's a franchise that i really like hey netflix maybe we should make a series about that i'm available and so, sure enough, Netflix has cast Henry Cavill to play Geralt in a Netflix uh, TV series about The Witcher. I thought that was interesting. It was almost like it was pre-planned, but whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and I didn't think about this before, but this definitely plays into our discussion later. I was just thinking the same um, thing. Um, first of all, I don't know how I feel about the vibe of that that announcement and that all it took was Henry Henry going to Netflix and be like, hey, we should do this. And Netflix is like, yeah, we'll throw money at it. Well, Netflix has money to throw. I know, but have you watched some of the stuff they throw money at? Yeah, Stranger Things season two. Yeah, okay, but one thing out of, what, 10, 15 Oh, no, I'm saying Stranger Things season two wasn't good. Oh, oh. Oh, well, that's a discussion for another day. I thought that um, one was a lot better, but yeah, we're getting sidetracked. Yes, but I I don't know how I feel about Netflix. It, it, like you said, it felt a little pre-planned. If it's not, mm, that doesn't... I don't know how I feel about that because that doesn't feel like that's... Hey, this this Netflix guy is like really passionate about The Witcher. We should make a, game, make a well, movie about it. I actually believe he's genuine in that because Henry Cavill is actually a huge gamer. There's that whole story that he tells when Zack Snyder cast him as Superman. He didn't pick up the phone because he was in the middle of a game of um, World of Warcraft, and he didn't actually believe yeah. that it was Zack Snyder calling him. Fair, but and I'm not. I guess I'm not questioning. I'm not questioning Henry Cavill. Okay, I'm you're questioning, questioning Netflix. Yes, because okay, that's fair. I'm not. I'm not really familiar personally with Witcher, but Same. I have never seen anything come from it that is not like really cool or like yeah, like that would make a good movie. Like it does. Like it puts. That's like a child's playground right there, as far as movie making and you, they're making a TV show, right? Not a not a movie. Correct TV show, which I think is a better fit. Yeah, I I feel more comfortable about that. Um, again, that will play into discussion later on, but, um, if you're going to do a game, uh, do a, do a show, a show or use content from a game, I think it's better suited and for especially, especially content like the Witcher as a TV show. So, you know, maybe it maybe it go well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I'm not emotionally attached to the Witcher, so I'm, I'm I'm more watching out of curiosity and just more or less not loyalty but just like admiration for Henry Cavill. I really like the work he's done as Superman. I just like him as a person. He comes across as very genuine and just a really cool, down to earth guy. In all the interviews I see him in, he seems he seems really cool. So I always just kind of want him to succeed and do well. So I'm hoping this does well both for the video game world and just for Henry Cavill personally. 
Yeah, no, I'm with you. It'd be nice to see him play something other than Superman and uh, a secret agent with the CIA. That's, well, that's, speaking of CIA, there are some rumors around that he might be in the running for the next James Bond again. Which would be interesting because it'd be the first American one. Um, dude, he's yeah, so no. British, it's not even funny. Really? Ah. Jeez, yeah, I know he is very British. <laughs> All right, well, there's that. Anyway. <laughs> Great oh, my job. God. <laughs> I'm on. I'm talking about. <laughs> so, segwaying from a, a project that has potential to, frankly, a project that I see no potential in whatsoever, but a studio is going to move forward with it regardless, the Die Hard prequel movie. Oh, boy. Yes, a Die Hard prequel movie is coming, and it's got an official title called McLean, and it'll feature two dual timelines, one set with John McLean being a young cop and the other with Bruce Willis in modern day. Where do we so even start I'm gonna with sound, this? I'm going to sound like Jim Cornette here oh for a God. second. So this is what happened, okay? They saw the roast of, jo- of Bruce Willis, and they're like, oh, he is still popular. What's Bruce Willis known for? Oh, the Die Hard series. Let's make more money with that, whether it's going to work or not, whatever. And they're going to go all looper all over it. Come on. Like, let it die. Just leave, leave it alone. Yeah, Die Hard is a franchise that's already limping along, so I don't know why they're making it even worse. I'm, I was thinking more along the lines of Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. It's like... You, before you even knew what you had, you, you, you packaged it and you sold it. Um, um, you thought about, oh, what's, what's the line that he says? Something about, uh, you knew you could, you just didn't think if you should. Yes, I got you. <laughs> way, to, way to forget the line right into the middle of, a, of, <laughs> of an impersonation. Yes, clearly, you know Jurassic Park is not my forte. Like, almost any other classic movie I could probably quote. Also, Jeff Goldblum is not my go-to impersonation. I don't think I've met anybody yet. that are like, hey, man, what do you do for fun? Well, I'm really, I have a really good uh, Jeff Goldblum impersonation. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum yeah. does that at parties. He's a really cool guy, so I don't want to like talk too much crap about that's, him. That's true. Maybe we can get him on the podcast one day. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Oh my God, I might pee. Maybe he'd be down for it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> why not? But yeah, we're yeah but in conclusion, like, uh, just it might work. It, it who knows? But at the same time, like we already made Looper. We don't need to make it again. Yeah. Well, we. Ryan Johnson's worried about some other trilogy, but that's that's another topic for another day. Let's transition from something that neither of us are excited for to something at least one of us is excited for. I don't know if you're excited for it. I'm, I'm ecstatic for this. Uh, a Quiet Place 2 has an official release date of summer 2020. What what do you think about it? Did you see the first Quiet Place yet? Um, Quiet Place was the home invasion gone wrong, correct? It was um, John Krasinski directed, starring, and with Emily Blunt. It's the one where you had to be completely quiet. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, okay. Right? So, 
I don't know why I forgot that. Come on, man. I love that movie. Honestly, to me, but, it's the best movie of the year so far. Oh, easily. Um, I'm intrigued. The thing I'm worried about is uh, they're saying they're bringing John back. And I don't know direct. how. Yes, that's what I'm hoping. But Which everything says prefaces back, by spoil by saying spoiler alert. If we're referring to John's character in A Quiet Place, for those of you who've not seen it, something happens that makes us think yeah. he may not be coming back. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. So it, it, it just that if you're going to do that, that's going to create some story issues. But you know what? I like the world that they've set up. I like the. I like that I thought I knew what the movie was going to be about, and I was completely wrong. So I'm down. Yeah, I am I had high expectations for that movie, and then I was still blown away by it both times I saw it. Um, I hope they bring back John Krasinski to direct it, but I also hope for the sequel we follow a new family. I would like to see someone else's perspective. I love the family that we got. They have fantastic chemistry. They're all incredible actors. I would love to see this story from someone else's perspective because this is a whole worldwide catastrophe. So I think it'd be yeah. interesting, like well, Purge style. Of there was no link between the first and the second Purge movie. Really, it was two different families experiencing the night. I think it'd be cool to see a different person's perspective on the Purge, not on um, a Quiet Place. <laughs> yeah, oh, wrong movie. But yes, I agree. And really, you can um, tie it up kind of nicely in the sense of because of what happens in the first one and they do acknowledge that there are are other families um you could easily just link them up towards the end and kind of in in some ways you can kind of see the the effects of the first movie i'm trying to make it a trilogy all the families unite in the third film exactly and find out what the world does with the knowledge uh, gained from the first movie. I'm trying to like figure out how to say these things without like ruining the movie for anybody who hasn't seen it. Yeah, like use the knowledge that they have more or less to start a, like a small resistance or something. I think that would be cool. Yes, no, I agree. Like John Krasinski, whether he intended it or not, has set up this whole universe, which I think is fantastic. I'm I'm so glad to see he set out to make an individual story and it was so good it lends itself to more, but it never felt like a franchise setting up film. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Like, and really, like, if you would have told me that Jim from The Office was going to write and direct and act in a movie (laughs) and then we saw this movie and it was A Quiet Place, I would have laughed because it's, there's no way. It's, it's, it's Jim from The Office, you know? Like, no. <laughs> Not only that, but, but one of the best films of the year, honestly. So good. And then just the integration of sign language and silence. and It's just so well done, being a metaphor for the lack of communication within the family itself, over previous events, the lack of just openness. It's, it's just a fantastic movie, and I love it so much. I agree. Sorry. My dog is trying to steal pizza off of the counter. (laughs) No worries there. Which reminds me, before we get into our main topic for this week, this podcast is sponsored by absolutely no one. But we're a podcast, so we have to say the word sponsored at least several times in each episode. So, yeah, if you know anybody that wants to be sponsored. 
maybe, uh, well, you know, I'm, let's do this, do this then. Cause I'm, I'm probably always going to be eating food. So then just every episode, <laughs> let's just be like, Hey, this episode is, by, is sponsored to you by Brooklyn pizza in humble. <laughs> yes. Now give us pizza. This episode uh, yeah, is sponsored please. by that weird feeling of falling when you're sleeping that wakes you up. Ah, oh, man. I feel cheated. <laughs> this doesn't feel like a sponsor. Well, I think we've said sponsor enough to meet the quota for the sponsor this week. So let us get into the main topic of discussion this week. Video game yes. movies. Now, a little backstory. So... This is more or less an offshoot passion project that's developed recently, kind of off the Uncharted Media YouTube channel that I run, which when that first started, that was MovieGuy17, which was a username that I had for something. I switched it to 17 Movie Reviews because that sounded a little better and less of an online screen name. And then I changed it again because 17 Movie Reviews... That didn't sound too catchy, plus I wasn't doing that many actual movie reviews, just movie-related videos. And so I was thinking about stuff that I liked, and I was binging the Uncharted games at the time. I was like, Uncharted something. Uh, And I went with media because we cover stuff besides movies occasionally. And so I have very much of a passion for Uncharted. I think they're some of my favorite games that I've ever played. So I am very much of the stance, not just with Uncharted, but with a lot of other video games that I very much believe that a good video game movie can exist, but it just requires effort. Whereas Josh, I know you disagree. So I'm very curious to hear your full thoughts on this. You've held off okay. telling me so far, but yes, unload um, that dump okay. truck, bro. Yeah. I'll just back that up. Um, so, and this just comes from my, I guess my belief in that storytelling comes from the content in which you're bringing it from. So let's, let's, let's use, use an example, right? Okay. So let's talk about Warcraft. (laughs) Oh, sweet Jesus. No. Okay. (laughs) But let's, let's talk about Warcraft. Okay. So the content it's based on a video game, obviously. Right. First of all, mistake. They chose an MMO and there's a lot of story and a lot of stuff to cover. But um, there's no way for you to project the emotional attachment that you get in a game following that character or your character that you make or what have you into through that journey and get the same emotional connection in a movie. Because, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to hate myself, but... I hope they never make a God of War movie. Because... Jason Momoa? Not even if it's Jason Momoa. Because the emotion and uh, and the the attachment to the story that I have can only, in my opinion, be told over that 20-hour period of sitting there, grinding, getting attached to the characters, seeing the story feeling invested in every single achievement. Now you, you can say, I guess, in your, in your, like your, your stance that it has, you know, there is a way to make it good. You just have to put in some effort. But to me, in order to do that, you're going to have to do like a Lord of the Rings style three hour movie. And nobody not, you know, very rarely people are going to go see that. 
and excuse me, very rarely are people going to walk away with no nitpicks of like, oh man, I really wish they would have included this. Why did they change that? That's not what was in the in the game. Blah blah blah. Like, especially dealing with games uh, with games of multiple installments. Where do you where do you start? So like with Uncharted, do you start at the beginning? Do you start halfway through? Do you, you know what I mean? Because if you start halfway through, your audience is going to have all the attachments from the first two games, but you, it's going to be really hard to communicate that in, in a movie, I guess, is what I'm saying. Actually, so I'm I, really glad you brought up Uncharted because yes. <laughs> Uncharted is one of those franchises that actually has a film, quote-unquote, in development. Yeah. So what we know about the yeah. Uncharted film so far is it's going to be starring Spider-Man's Tom Holland, and it's going to be written and directed by Sean Levy, who did Night at the Museum and did about half the episodes of um, Stranger Things. I'm actually very much okay with that, and here's why. They more or less have implied that this... Uncharted movie and hopefully movies if it does well is like early 20s Nathan Drake why I'm okay with this and actually I'm more okay with this than following the timeline from the original games is you can still have the original stories untouched completely but you still get the characters Uncharted 3 taught us that Nate has met Sully when Nate was still young and still a child the only character that you can say, well, we can't use this in a movie, is Elena, because we know the first time they meet is at the beginning of Uncharted 1. So you could still have all these adventures, just a young version of Nate. He still has the same chemistry with Sully. He still could know um, Chloe. He may have some interaction with Sam, depending on how much interaction they had between um, the beginning of 4 and the beginning of 1, which is weird to say, but if you've played the games, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm actually more okay with it being a prequel. And I've when they announced it, it was an origin for Nathan Drake. I thought it'd be cool if they do all these movies and then the final film ends with Nate picking up Elena to go on that hunt for Sir Francis Drake's coffin. And it more or less leads you right into the games. I think if you do it well, it's just another form of adaptation. Case in point, you brought up Lord of the Rings earlier, and I'm really glad that you did because you said um, no one would want to film that. It'd be really expensive. No one would want to sit through that. Before Lord of the Rings came out, those movies were regarded as unfilmable because of how much content was in those, more than 20 hours, how much content was in those, how unfilmable it seemed at the time which is how big of an undertaking it was. And now we regard Lord of the Rings as one of the best trilogies of all time. So it's a matter of having someone that's got the dedication, not just the dedication, but the storytelling know-how. Case in point, um, the Dungeons & Dragons movie. When that came out, it was made by someone that was a diehard Dungeons & Dragons fan. That being said, the movie ended up being a stinker because he didn't know how to tell a good story. That's why I'm also excited for the Uncharted movie because Sean Levy, I've seen his stuff. He knows how to make a fun, just lighthearted adventure story, which is essentially what Uncharted is. Just mix 
Sahara, just to make it financially profitable, with a little bit of national treasure and just a tad bit of the librarian, and that's all you need. It's not a hard concept to just do a modern-day treasure hunter. But not just that. You can. Do, there's a lot of video game characters that adapting a video game to a film should be a lot like adopting a comic book or a comic book character to a movie. It's just figuring out what makes the franchise work and adapting it to a different medium. Uh, yes. And uh, comic book movies are a whole other annoyance for, for me. Not to say that I don't love them because you know how much I love comic books. I was just about books. to say, where are you going with that? Um, but, but, like, everything in today's movie world has to be a franchise. It's got to be. We don't have a choice now. It's got to be a franchise. So, so you, you're always setting up for the next one. So, example, and, you know, the people, this is the most polarizing movie, comic book movie, to this day, Watchmen? is Batman v Superman. Because so, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. But then I know there's some people that absolutely detest that movie. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, to be fair, I hate the second half of it. Yes. And Jesse so, Eisenberg. Yeah. And, well, I mean, I don't mind Jesse. Uh, I think if he wasn't Lex, then you know maybe we would have a great villain. But um, the big thing for me about that movie is, yes, you want the, we're building to this Batman v Superman emotion. This to, that's going to cause them to have to start the Justice League. But the bat, but to call it that. And then, with all the attachment from the comic book that that kind of name has, it just doesn't make sense to me, I guess. I don't know. I, games to movies, to me, do not work. Just because there's too much content, there's too much emotion, there's too much grinding that, that a person playing a game has to do in order for that to work. I mean, but then again... Um, Case in point, to prove me wrong, uh, the what it was like a six-episode series, uh, Forward Until Dawn, that came out before the Halo, the Halo series that came out before the the new one of the most recent games. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's fantastic because um, it actually plays right into the new game. Dante now, agrees. Yes, he does. He agrees that he, that I, he deserves some pizza, and he does not deserve some pizza. <laughs> don't give your dog pizzas this um, podcast sponsored but, by Dante <laughs> um, but like I don't know man like because God of War like is especially the new one is one of my favorite games of all time exactly and so if they so if they told me we're making a game we're making a movie based on God of War okay well I would prefer you pick a story and not just take this character out of the content and just do whatever you want with it. That's what that's what they did with Dragon the Dragon Ball movie. Oh gosh, they, let's not talk they, about Dragon Ball. They took Goku out of the entire equation and just did whatever they wanted with him. They took all these characters like, see, Master Roshi's here. Oh look, yeah, he's still pervy. Yeah, uh, it, it, just because you take characters. And say, yeah, they're from this series. Does not mean that you're adapting a series. Right? Superman. 
Yeah, exactly. No, I, I just, I'm maybe my point is not that it can't work. Maybe my point is there's so much stacked against it. There Agreed. really is. There's so much stacked against it that it's, it's almost hard. No, I'm not even going to say it. Say it like that. It's definitely harder than adapting a book. Oh, I completely agree. I think the adaptation has to be a little bit different. For superhero movies, there has, well, put Watchmen aside, very rarely does a superhero movie directly adapt a certain story. Like, even Infinity War isn't adapting Infinity Gauntlet, like, verbatim, primarily due to rights, but also we're not going to see Thanos rip somebody in half in a big screen. There are certain ways you have to tweak a story or just kind of, it's like based on a true story type of, you're going to fudge some details. I think the case is also the same for video game movies of, say there is an Uncharted movie, which we know is coming, but it was set in the main timeline with more like early 30s, Nathan Drake and everything else, like the main games. I wouldn't want them to say, hey, we're just making a film version of Uncharted 2 or Uncharted 4. I'm more, I'd be more excited about saying this is set in the main timeline, but it's a fresh new adventure because it's yeah. still the characters and the personality that we understand and love, but it doesn't mess up something that's already established. It's yeah. understanding what makes it work. We go to The Force Awakens. Why did The Force Awakens work? It's because it took what worked in the original films and just applied a fresh coat of paint on it, which some people didn't like, but I, I thought it was exactly what the franchise needed, and I think that's one way to make video game movies work, is see what works and what doesn't, what makes these characters last so long, what makes them have a legacy that people care about, and trying to fit that into a film context. Yeah. He, but, yeah. Why, how, how do you... Why are people sitting in a chair or in a couch or on a bed grinding for 20 plus hours interacting with this character in this world what brings people in to 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 want to watch this movie because then and really maybe that's something that movie uh, cinema people and you know directors and writers need to learn because some of the best story development I have ever seen is in, was from video games. Yeah, I completely agree. Because, video games are becoming oh, more and more like movies. Exactly, but in, in a better way because and maybe, and to case in point, maybe this is why I'm pretty okay if they make a Witcher um, t- show, it's a TV show. Because then you have time. You can take your time with the story. You don't have to constrict yourself to two, three hours and making it interesting enough for someone to want to, to sit in a chair and watch it. Like, it's a show. I don't, so maybe, and so maybe that's the key then. Maybe, as, maybe, uh, the, I don't know. I'm, I keep going back and forth because I know that you know that I would love to see a God of War movie. But at the same time, I don't want to see a company completely take a big old dump on top of this thing that I love. If it was somebody, yeah, you would feel more comfortable if it was a somebody that you knew could handle it well, that you felt you trusted it. Like, exactly. we talked yeah, about yeah. the Halloween trailer. 
if you told me that a new Halloween film was coming from Michael Bay, I would be very nervous because I don't think Michael Bay understands. When they said it was Blumhouse making this new Halloween, I was totally on board with it because I trust Blumhouse as a horror company and as a good studio that understands how to make good movies and how to make good horror. Yes, they've had some duds, but what studio hasn't? So I think it's more or less finding the perfect fit for somebody. That's why, like I said, Sean Levy, I'm excited to see what he brings to the table for Uncharted. I think he's a good fit for that. It's finding what works about the franchise and finding a good match for it. Like I still yeah. to this day don't think Zack Snyder was a good fit for Superman because their nope. styles didn't mesh. Everybody's got their specific style and that's awesome. It's what makes them unique as storytellers and as directors. I just think sometimes certain styles don't work with certain characters or franchises. Yeah. And I think you need to find a good combination of that. And that sometimes requires work. Something studios sometimes don't want. And at case in point, at least everything that we've gotten to, this, to up to now from the MTV Teen Titans series. Huh? The Teen Titans? Is it MTV that's making it? Or the, the, the no, live action the Teen Titans? The DC streaming service is doing the new um, live action Titans. Okay. What company's putting I thought it was MTV that was putting it on or TNT or something like that. No, but, there was a TNT titan show in development but that got scrapped a while back and then this is more or less the titans that we're getting except for teen titans season five which more or less might be coming back to cartoon network but that's a topic yeah. for another day but yes, yeah I, okay. I, I can yeah. see where you're going with this of that's missing the target yeah because i mean did you see all of the photography the principal photography and stuff that was done like none of yeah, the they said those aren't the final designs but i i am worried Everyone's worried about the F Batman line. I actually don't have an issue with that because I can completely understand why he feels that way. But the brutality and the violence and almost murder from what it looks like, that is not Dick Grayson. That is not my Nightwing. No, exactly. And especially if you're going to do Nightwing, you've got to treat him with respect. Um, Uh I have no qualms with using a woman of color for Starfire. Exactly. But literally, I've seen cosplays that look better than that. Yes, I. It's, just, it's not faithful at all. It's hey, let's make this edgy and grungy, and yeah, it just yeah, it doesn't work for me. But honestly, yeah. if you want to see yeah, good yeah. Teen Titans, go see Teen Titans Go. I don't care how many of you I get angry <laughs> responses from about that. Teen Titans Go is one of the funniest movies you will see all year. Come at me, I love that movie. Never watched the show, but that was a good version of the Teen Titans that made me laugh doesn't surpass the original Teen Titans, but I was blown away by the original, by Teen Titans Go. I'm happy I saw it. Um, but yeah, that that's closer to Teen Titans than this new Teen Titans. But yes, that all comes back to missing the mark. So bringing it back to um, video game movies, I completely understand that it needs to be things that fit. Yeah. And, you know, if you're going to, like, if you're going to title the movie from a certain storyline, it's probably in your best interest to just tell that story. Otherwise, do something completely different. Yeah, like you could use characteristics of certain video game characters, but you don't necessarily have to make it them. Like you could have a character that's got the personality of Nathan Drake, but you don't have to make him 
Nathan Drake in your movie, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, yeah. It, we could talk about this for a long time of just ways it could work. But at the end of the day, I don't trust Hollywood execs. I don't think they know what it's like to sit in a room for 20 hours and, and play a game and get attached to characters. So at the end of the day, I don't trust them to make a good, com- uh, really, comic book movie, a good um, video game movie. Um, because, yeah, I mean, you can sit and talk to me how not impressed with Marvel movies I am. And, I mean, I'm not saying DC is better. That's not at all what I'm saying. They have so many flaws. But I think it's worse to parade your story as fantastic, but then not take chances with your story. I'd say Marvel is taking their fair share of chances, but I I can definitely see where you're coming from on that. I think, yeah, I think it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility that we will get a good video game movie someday, but it does just require some more work. And so I kind of want to end this discussion on a more positive note just because, yeah, this one is just kind of a big, I don't know, it could be either way, it seems like. So um, I open up the floor. Do you think there's ever been a good video game movie? I, I think there has been, but I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. Um, oh, to me? Uh, I don't know why I thought that we were about to take calls. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if we're there yet. I don't think I don't even know. Anyway, is it the voice um, do I think there has again? been? Um, <laughs> technically, video game uh, the video games are based off of the Bond movies, not the other way around. So I guess that doesn't count. Um, Record Ralph also does not count. Yeah. Uh, trying to think of what mo- Mortal Kombat is there, and both of those are awful. Both Mortal Kombat's awful, bad, but at least that's fun. Bad. Yeah, it's fun bad. There is a uh, a web series. It's like six episodes of Mortal Kombat somewhere, and I've seen like the first couple episodes, and it's fantastic. It's got Michael Jai White in it. It's great. Anyway, um, favorites, isn't he? Oh, dude, like you don't. I could sit here and talk martial artists and movies all all day because they're just that's awesome. A, that's and an episode for another day. Yeah. Yes, it is because I'll ramble all out the all out the door. Um. I'm trying to think what bit like there's Warcraft recently. Um, but there really hasn't been a lot of, at least not recently. On there's ba- one based that on I always video. go with that the critics hated it. And I, I don't really know if it warrants as much hate as it got, but it is very much forgotten nowadays and very much overlooked. And I think that's why people kind of forget that it was a video game movie, but I still quite enjoy it and watch it every once in a while is Prince of Persia starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh my goodness. That movie was great. Yeah. It was a ton of fun and it really captured the spirit of the games. Yes. I mean, but then you get the opposite side of the coin and watch Assassin's Creed, and that is just absolute trash. Um, so, uh, I don't know. But yeah, no, Prince of Persia definitely is up there. Um, yeah, I, people forget about that one, but I think that's a pretty faithful adaptation of the game in terms of ooh, being a very parkour-centered, just action, fun film that was more or less before Jake Gyllenhaal really hit it big. Oh, totally. And to me... That I watched that movie, lo- watched Jake, and was just like, "Yeah, okay, this guy's gonna go somewhere." Because 
excuse me, I think right after that he did Nightcrawler. No, it, was it could South- have been that. No, no. I think no, it was think, South. Um, here, let me pull up IMDb, IMDb to verify. But I think Prince of Persia was like 2010 or 2011, and Nightcrawler was sometime when we were in college. I think it might have been. Um, That's hey, dude! Like that would have been that timeline. Probably was twenty fourteen. Yeah, we were in school then. Prisoners was twenty thirteen. That would to me, that's what really put him on the map was prisoners. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, because yeah, but like what I'm what I'm saying, I guess, is Prince of Persia is what started it. Like, yeah. Let's let see if I can find where he dropped eight for for, prison, uh, for um Prince of Persia. And then he's just, God. And then there's Southpaw. Southpaw's so good. It's not even fair yep. how good Southpaw is. Prince of Persia was 2010. Then Source Code was 2011. I think Source Code really helped to put him on the map. Um, then Prisoners and Enemy, both in 2013. Then Nightcrawler in 2014. And then Southpaw in 2015. Um, yeah, he's had a steady stream, but I, I think... Prince of Persia is one of those ones that gets often overlooked. And yeah, it's no, a yeah. lot of fun, I think. Um, I know some people say the original Laura Croft. I'm I'm okay with it. It's fine. It's fun. It's better than the new Tomb Raider. I haven't seen the new ones, so I have nothing to judge it off of. Um, I was just thinking of one. Um, crap. No, no, no. Sorry, Jake Gyllenhaal is going to play a villain here soon, isn't he? He's Rumor playing to be Mysterio in Spider-Man: Far yeah. From Home. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I don't know. It's connecting dots. Anyway, um, yeah, Prince of Persia. If you, if I can say, TV shows uh, forward until dawn is is really good. Um, did, did you ever see that um, Nathan Fillion starring Uncharted short film fan film? I did not. Look that up when we're done with this. That is the best Uncharted we will ever get. Starring Nathan <laughs> Fillion as Nathan Drake and a couple other surprises that I'm not going to tell you. But it is amazing. There's even a point that they literally recreate a shot from the game. You'll know it when you see it. And it's just the best. You can tell fans made it and it was wonderful. And I would just like to see an adaptation of that. Fan films are the best for that. And I think Hollywood needs to not take from fan films, but just kind of see the inspiration and the hard work that goes into them and say, okay, there's something special here. Let's take some inspiration from this. Yeah. And, and to be fair, there's a lot more love and respect for the content, I think, in fan films than, than maybe some Hollywood um, movies, produced movies. Oh, completely agree. Yeah, is there any others that we can think of that are at um, least tolerable? I mean, Assassin's Creed is okay. The story is just so confusing, but like the action is cool, and there's some fun stuff that happens. But I don't know. That's a that's about all I got. I mean, I'm trying to think because uh, day that. Uh, what was it? Um, House of the Dead. <laughs> That's God. That movie is so bad. Um, Blood Rain. Blood Rain. I just there's really not. I don't think there's a lot of video games that have been made into movies. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Doom. 
Okay. okay. <sighs> I'm sensing you have strong feelings about Doom. I, I, I don't have strong feelings. I have strong feelings of forgiveness for The Rock because this, that was his early acting career. Oh, no, I'm that not was, forgiving The Rock. I'm forgiving Carl Urban, who I think has gone on to a better career than The Rock. Uh, I, ooh, I'd be careful about that because The not Rock so is much, like, Rock has made more money. Carl Urban has been in better movies. Fair. fair, fair. I'll, I'll give you that. Just for Dread alone, anybody, man. Anybody go check out D- Judge Dread. It's no, the, no, the don't car- check out Judge Dread. Check out <laughs> just Dread. Oh, Judge Dread yeah. is the one with Sylvester Stallone. Yes, my bad. It's, it's, it's so good. Let's not get it's that like mixed up. Related. Oh man, I am the law. Anyway, uh, <laughs> for those Game of Thrones fans, um, Cersei Lannister, Lena Headey is the villain in Dread. Mama and. She is pure evil. She makes Cersei look nice. It's, she really it's a does. Wonderful movie. If you have not seen Dread, be prepared for R-rated violence at its best. But it's an amazing movie. But yes, oh, Carl dude. Urban. I'm getting sidetracked. But yes, Doom was terrible. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. What else is there? Really, if they made a Doom movie based off now, based off of the most recent game, oh, I think. Easy money, easy money. Oh, which okay, yeah. Let's segue into that before we, our last topic, and then we'll wrap it up. Is there any properties or video games that actually you think would be a good film? The first thing that comes to my mind is the company Illumination, who makes um, Minions, Despicable Me, all those type of animation style, making a either Mario or a Yoshi film. Okay, I can see. Oh God! But I just, I just get flashbacks. It's <laughs> animated. It's animated. You can't get Super Mario Brothers flashbacks if it's animated. I'm getting flashbacks, man. I'm getting flashbacks. Um, but yeah, that would be cool. You can make that work, especially in a Wreck-It Ralph world. Oh yeah, that animation style works perfectly for Mario, or especially Yoshi. Make a oh, dude, a Yoshi's Island movie. Oh. Oh, but then you have to deal with the crying baby. Maybe no. not. Maybe not. I literally had to stop playing that game because... Yep. After crying, a while, crying, I just let Baby crying. Mario go. I stopped caring. Um, let's see. Okay, so I can see that. Um, basically, maybe a grindhouse horror style of Doom. I think that would work. Um, what else? Uh, get off of me, crazy dog. Um, because I'm trying to eliminate anything with a with a like real like solid story because there's that to me that leaves too much room to <laughs> to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, that's why I uh-huh. go with Mario or Yoshi because then you got um, room to wiggle a little bit and come up with your own story, um, or like a yeah. Luigi's Mansion type of thing. Yeah, well, even then, like, you could do a Mega Man in that style. That would not that would that'd be cool. Fun. I would yeah. say Sonic, but I'd be afraid of the people that I go to the theater with. You you know they're making a movie of Sonic, right? Yeah, it's gonna be like a live action animation hybrid, isn't it? Yeah, Jim uh, Jim Carrey is gonna play Eggman. Yeah, <laughs> I remember reading that. That's. <laughs> 
really weird. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it just for Eggman alone, man. They're also making uh, a Detective Pikachu movie with Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. Oh yes, I'm so down. I am so down. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, okay. there are projects on the horizon. It's just a matter of what kind of movies are they going to end up being. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I'm trying to think of what other games. <sighs> I mean... WWE 2K18 as a movie. I'm no. down. No. So much no. Um, Half of it would I be mean, glitches. I really, mean, if you really wanted to, you could make... Uh, I don't know. I'm getting flashbacks of, of Warcraft. I was going to say you could make um, like an Overwatch movie. You could make, uh, probably make that, it. That's really difficult, though. It would be difficult. Yeah, it, that's why I'm saying I, I was getting flashbacks of of, uh, of Warcraft. Yeah. Because the game itself is just, or you know, Overwatch or uh, Destiny. Eef. Because... That's, See, that's just still a sour taste. Yeah, I don't know, man. It it could be fun. Destiny, maybe more so. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, there's there's potential. Yeah, well, I think. I th- if anything, I think Florida Until Dawn proves that a Halo movie would be awesome. But if not a little late, but yeah, uh, oh, only a tad late. <laughs> yeah, that supposedly there's a Halo movie in development and has been for like a decade, but it's been stuck in development for so long now, like a Duke Nukem movie. Duke Nukem doesn't need a movie. But what if it's John Cena? No. I, uh-uh. If that's, there is... rumors. I won't watch it. I'm sorry, I can't. Well, I guess he's he's open and free now, now that he's not playing Shazam. <laughs> I, I'm still not over that. That being said, Zachary Levi does look great, but come on. Come on, man. Come on. One more time. Cena's already more or less just a grown-up kid anyway, so I still think he would have been a good fit. But I think... Following his Instagram is a weird experience, let me tell you. Yeah. It's, It's just bizarre. But, yeah, I can't think of any other video games currently. Um, I think we're in a better situation now than when way back with Super Mario Brothers in terms of, I think there's potential someday to get a good video game movie. I'll say within the next five to 10 years, I think it will eventually happen. And maybe, who knows, maybe we'll have a video game movie surge like we do with comic books. We can never tell for sure. But um, yeah, I, it's hard to get worse than where we've been in the past. Even if it's a slow climb yeah. to a good movie, I think eventually we'll get there. Yeah, I I mean right now I think comic books are dying off a little bit, and anime movies are coming in because I mean I know it wasn't great, it wasn't really good either. But Ghost in the Shell, um, it was a thing that happened. Um, but then- I mean, and Akira is. is Kira or Kira or Battle it. Angel too. Yeah. So I mean I think anime is starting to get tapped into a little bit here. So I mean I think that'll be the next big thing. And then maybe who knows? Maybe they'll start doing video game movies. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um well, 
I I don't personally have anything else to add to this topic. Josh, do you got anything else? I'm good. I mean, I think we we understand where we are on opposite sides of the fence, and in all actuality, I think on other sides as I think we initially thought. I think there's that little ground that we're just like it could work. It's hard, but it could. I think I think I'm just the 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 grumpy old man in the corner that hates young people. So, (laughs) in Eastwood and Gran Torino. Literally, I think anytime anybody calls me an old man, that's what I think. I'm like, ah, get off my lawn, you, you Asians. Wow. <laughs> oh man, that but movie. Yeah, I think if if we don't have anything else, I think that'll wrap up the very first ever Uncharted Media podcasts. So I'm so glad you guys tuned in. I hope you liked it. We'll be back eventually with another episode with another topic, more movie news. But yeah, if you'd like more movie-related content, you can always find me at the Uncharted Media YouTube channel over at youtube.com slash Uncharted Media. And yeah, see you later, movie friends. We'll check you at some point. We'll get back to you.